0: You're listening to
1: The Marne Report. Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield. Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report podcast. And today I am here with my friend Cindy Bauer from the American Red Cross here to talk about all things blood drive on Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. Thank you so much for being on the show with me, Cindy.
0: Molly, thanks so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. No
1: problem. So tell me, Cindy, we have a lot of blood drives that pop up all over Stewart and Hunter. Can you tell me just about the ones that we have coming up?
0: Yeah, um, well, first of all, I wanna kinda touch on why.
1: Yeah, of course. Okay,
0: we have a very large population of eligible people here on Fort Stewart and in Hinesville and and Hunter. And um, every two seconds, somebody needs blood. It could be a childbirth. It could be uh, a car accident. It could be a disease like sickle cell disease or cancer. It could be a surgery that went haywire. It could be just so many things. It could be a gunshot wound. And so we just want to make sure that we have enough blood for both our military and our civilian populations in the area. And so that's why we're always running blood programs on Fort Stewart is because we have a very able-bodied group of people that have it in their heart to give back to humanity and uh, they can do that through blood donation. But we do have a lot coming up. We have uh, one that is going to be on March 3rd and it's going to be in the blood mobile right by the gym and then we also have one on march 24th that is going to be over at the chapel we have one that is also going to be on march 1st and that is over at Wright airfield okay so uh, people can go online to redcrossblood.org and they can key in the zip code and it should pop up the ones that are available to them
1: Great. And when you say gym, do you mean Newman Fitness Center?
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yes. And
1: then the chapel is the main post chapel? Yes. Great. Yes.
0: Perfect. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. I know you have several chapels and, <laughs> yeah. and probably more than one gym. <laughs> yeah. So, you no, know, but uh, we're really. Um, The American Red Cross wants to make sure that we've got enough blood for everybody who needs it, and there are so many diverse needs. Just as an example, one out of every 365 black Americans have a sickle cell trait, and what that basically means is that their red blood cells don't form in a circle. They're kind of abnormally shaped like a a C or a sickle, and they're hard, um, so they can't necessarily distribute the iron and oxygen mm-hmm. to all vital parts of their body. They're also sticky, so they get clogged together. Wow. And they create log jams in the cardiovascular system, eliminating blood flow to the extremities. And so um, the best outcome in the hospital environment for a sickle cell patient is somebody who has a similar ethnicity and heritage. Sure. So it's, it's um, the other thing is, is that we all have either A, B, or O, mm-hmm. and we all have either negative or positive, and negatives can give to positives, but positives can't give to negatives. But also based upon our ethnicity and heritage, we have 600 different antigens. And so what that basically means is that if I find some, let's say I'm going through open heart surgery, Mm -hmm. if I find people that have a similar ethnicity and heritage, their blood is going to be a better match Wow. in the hospital environment to just anybody who happens to be the same blood type. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of people don't. And that's, that's you know, so important for us to do a better job of communicating because um, if we've got a, a cancer patient, mm-hmm. many times cancer patients need a combination of different things. And so when we take whole blood, mm-hmm we break it into components and those components are red blood cells which carry oxygen and iron throughout our bodies and then also platelets which are the um they cause scabs so when you cut yourself that's platelets doing their job and then plasma and then we filter out the white blood cells because the white blood cells are the ones that carry our dna Mm -hmm. and uh In a hospital environment, they could create an adverse reaction. Sure. So we filter those out. And then the beauty of the way that we do transfusion medicine now and and blood donation now is that if I am going through, let's say, a cancer therapy, radiation therapy, chemotherapy, and my blood breaks down, doctors can take a look at my blood pre- treatment and post-treatment and give me specifically what I need. So, for instance, let's say that my blood broke down and I need some additional red blood cells, but I also need some platelets. Somebody else who's going through the exact same treatment, their blood might break down, so they need plasma and red blood cells or any combination. So uh, it's kind of like when you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription for 500 milligrams of something, and then somebody else goes in and they might need only 250 milligrams of that same medication. That's kind of what we're doing in transfusion medicine now in order to be able to make sure that we have the right products for the right people at the right time.
1: Wow. So it's really important for all different types of folks to come in and give blood during these blood drives.
0: Absolutely. Um, It's, it's, more along the lines of we want to make sure that the makeup of our blood supply yeah. looks like the demographic of our community.
1: Diverse. Yes,
0: exactly. And we supply blood not only to Wynn here on Bays, mm-hmm. but we also supply it to Liberty Regional Medical Center, uh, Memorial Blood Center, mm-hmm. uh, Candler, St. Joe's, so many, many hospitals in the area. Right now, in the state of Georgia. We're importing from other Red Cross states about 20% of what we're using in Georgia because we're not collecting enough here. Wow. Yeah.
1: So talk about a really cool and unique way to give back to your community, right? Through blood donation.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So um, we want to also make sure that people understand, like on the sickle cell, we're really kind of focused on that because that is a part of our population that has been being very underserved. Mm -hmm. And um, a a sickle cell patient, what we do in the past, we'd take out a unit of blood and give them a unit of blood. And that Mm -hmm. was it. And then they'd go away and come back later. That outcomes were not necessarily what the doctors wanted so they've converted to more of what's called an exchange transfusion Mm -hmm. where they take out a unit of blood they give them back a unit of red blood cells that have the they're round and they're they're full and they can carry oxygen and they can carry iron and then they keep doing that about 10 times and then the person pretty much all of their their blood has been replaced they still have about four units of their original, but sure. uh, it allows for them to have just uh, a much more full life no kidding, you know I mean, instead of being in pain crisis, yeah. they can go out and do things Wow, yeah,
1: okay, so there are very uh, many many benefits to donating blood yes right?
0: there are there wow. are and some of the benefits are when we make a donation of whole blood. Mm-hmm. We are giving away old blood cells, new blood cells, and medium-age blood cells. Through the miracle of water and bone marrow, our bodies manufacture brand-new blood cells. So what happens is their oxygen-carrying capacity and their ability to deliver iron to the vital parts of the body is increased. Mm -hmm. So they are actually kind of giving themselves a shot of life just by being a donor. Wow. Yeah. Very cool, (laughs) hey? So cool. I know.
1: Okay, so tell me. Who can donate blood? I know um, you always hear, like, if you've been out of the country or if you've just gotten a tattoo, help me dispel some rumors and just get the facts out there about who can give blood.
0: Well, you know, the tattoo one's kind of an interesting one because I see people that have these full sleeves and I ask them if they want to donate blood and they go, no, I'm afraid of needles. And I look at them and I go, (laughs) really? Really? You're afraid of needles? Because yeah. they they obviously have spent hours getting sure. this beautiful <laughs> sleeve, and uh, all of a sudden they're afraid of needles. So um, the main thing, if people are afraid of needles, I tell them to kind of try and get past it. Yeah. Because if somebody came up to me and said, I love needles, can I donate? I'd be a little afraid you of that. Uh,
1: no kidding. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> yeah. Um, that, one, that one, you know, just um, – just give it up and go ahead, and you'll realize that it's not as painful sure. as you might think. If you've got a tattoo or you've got a piercing, it's nothing compared to that. No
1: kidding. Yeah. No kidding. So
0: that that's the number one. Um, a lot of people think because they're diabetics that they can't donate diabetics can donate as long as they even if they're insulin injecting as long as their diabetes is under control okay so if if they check it regularly and they know where their glucose should be they're they're good to go they okay. don't necessarily need to stop tattoos is kind of a tricky one uh, Georgia is a little different than most states if you get a tattoo in any of the other forty nine states mm-hmm. and you can normally donate blood the same day. Wow. Yeah, unless it is a um, a natural tattoo like they do in Hawaii with sure. bone and things like that and reuse of needles, okay? okay. So uh, if it's a, a traditional Hawaiian tattoo, no, you're out for a year. In Georgia, Our tattoo parlors and our uh, places that do piercings are not regulated by the state, they're regulated by the county. So it kind of puts us in a totally different arena than a lot of other states so I ask people where did you get their tattoo your tattoo and they'll say oh on my ankle I'm like no what (laughs) What what state state?" yeah Yeah. so if they got it in another state well Florida or you know they're up in North Carolina or wherever they were um, then usually they're they're good to go Uh, if they donated in Georgia they have to wait 90 days okay okay and then uh, another thing is that um, people who were in a military family During the 80s, for a long time, they were not allowed to donate because there was this threat of mad cow, and they didn't necessarily understand all the parameters of mad cow. Mm -hmm. So anybody who served in Europe Mm -hmm. for like a 15-year period couldn't actually donate. Well, the FDA just completed about a 30-year study, and... uh, They determined that most of the people that traveled abroad and were serving our country in those various theaters are eligible to donate. But there are very small pockets in different places that Mm. were potentially impacted with uh, tainted beef or suspect beef. (laughs) So – Anybody who thinks that they can't donate, I'd like to invite them to call 1-800-RED-CROSS, uh, tell them where they were, how long they were there, and have them actually look through their records and be able to determine whether or not they are eligible. I'm seeing about a 92 to 93% of people that thought they could not donate that now can. So awesome. that's a pretty high percentage.
1: Awesome. So um, what about somebody just drives by, they see the blood drive happening, can they come in and speak to you guys while you're there? Hey, yes. this is where I've been, this is what I've done, can I donate? Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer that they call that one eight hundred number? I
0: prefer they call the one eight hundred number. And the reason why is that um when we're doing a blood drive, they may need to have clearance from our headquarters. Sure. And then that's based upon FDA rulings. That's not based upon an American Red Cross person saying yes or no. Sure. And um so we have to follow our Federal Drug Administration and our CDC guidelines to the letter. I sure. mean, it's just not even an option. So I recommend that if they see that there's a blood drive coming up and they'd like to go ahead and get back into the donor pool and help us save some lives, yeah. then to please, you know, just call the 1-800 number, let them know where they were, how long they were there. They're going to have additional questions. Sure. And um, rather than somebody trying to screen them at a blood drive. It's just more um, effective to be able to have them screened ahead of time.
1: Well, Cindy, this has been some awesome information. Well, thanks. I, I feel like I learned so much more about blood and blood drives than I, it, it is just not black and white, is it?
0: No, it's not. <laughs> it's red.
1: Yeah, it is red. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap this up?
0: Um, I just, I want to invite everyone who is listening to this podcast to please Call the 1-800 number if you have any questions, that's 1-800-RED-CROSS. If you have any questions about blood donation, or you can go online to redcrossblood.org. There's a, a lot of information there. So if you prefer reading or if you want to talk to somebody, you've got options available. But give it a try. If you've never done it, I think that you will find that it is so much easier than you thought. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is is that you're helping your body. And you're also helping somebody else. So it's, when you look at a person getting blood, mm-hmm. okay, it's like the drop of water in a bucket. But that ripple effect, that person impacts so much more than, than mm-hmm. just that one person. They impact everybody who loves or deals with that person on sure. a regular basis. So it's such a wonderful gift, and we all have the ability to give it. So I just encourage you to give it a try.
1: I agree. Um, Hopefully we will see you guys out at some of our upcoming blood drives on Fort Stewart. And Cindy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Always
0: a privilege.
1: Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Marm Report, y'all. This is Molly signing off. Are you looking for more places to get your news? Subscribe to the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield YouTube channel. As we add to this platform throughout the year, users will have access to installation tours, news updates, and plenty of motivating videos featuring 3ID soldiers and more. Visit youtube.com and search Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield.